welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. Hey. My, I, my I, 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 name is Dominic Mercurio, and I'm, I am here with Laura Weinbach. Uh, yo. And our guest this evening is Scott McDowell. Ah, what am I doing here? I don't know what you're doing here. I mean, you can leave if you want. No, I just got here. Oh, great. Perfect. Well, stick around for a little bit. Scott hey, is... Oh, yeah. we're just doing a little, we we're, we're doing some technical difficulties, uh, uh, Sorry, but it's fixed pretty- now. Anyways, Scott, you are a Bay, Inge- Bay Area sound You are engineer. a Bay. You're a Bay. <laughs> Look, uh, Scott, you're a Bay. <laughs> what can I say? You're a Bay. You Thanks. don't say you're a you're Bay. From- you say you are Bay. Oh, what? No. Never you, mind. No, you say no. You say you're a, you're, you're a Bay. You, you could say either or. Play it as it lays, Dominic. Play Anyways, you're a sound en- you're you're a sound the engineer here in Dating. the Bay in the Bay Area, and you're also <laughs> like me, a Bay Area native. Boom, which is so exciting. I should mention what we're here for, which is we will eventually be reviewing the new Wes Anderson film, which is called Isle of Dogs. Just came out, 2018 film. It's sort of like a adventure comedy. Um, it's a stop motion animated feature film. Um, this is the second time he's done this. Uh, first time he did it was with Fantastic Mr. Fox. Wes Anderson's done a number of films from Royal Tenenbaums to, uh, what was his other great one? Moonrise Kingdom to, et cetera, the et hotel one? The one, the... Grand Budapest Hotel was great, his one before this. Great film. We'll be getting into all of it in a little bit here. Get in the car, shut your mouth, deliver the fucking pizza, and do your fucking job. But you first, bitch. <laughs> but first, more pizza talk. You know, more, more, more talk about our lives and, and you know and everything in between. Nobody cares about microphones. They just care about more. I care getting glittered up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just having flashbacks. Just re- retreading our own episodes now. You're like calling back to our previous episode. That's, that's for the fans, right? That's for the fans. It's for the hardcore. I listened to the last episode, and I have to say, I was delighted. By myself and <laughs> the rest of the cast. It was an I received amusing a, episode. I received numerous uh, compliments from multiple people out there who are listening, and hopefully, you're all still listening. Uh, you know, hopefully, you've stuck around for one more episode because it's gonna it's gonna be a good oh, one too. You know, you're you're in the right place. You're in the right place. That's what I gotta say. That's right. I'm sticking around. Oh, oh good. Yeah. Scott's yeah, sticking yeah. around. You gotta stick around. Yeah, I mean, look, Scott's here to stay. Look, I mean, don't touch that dial, everybody. I hit the Scott's here. Button. This pizza boy is here sub- to stay. Hey, hit that subscribe button. We need it. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a button. Anyway, Scott, what's going on? You know, in your life, how are how are things? Well, I was kind of mentioning this to Anton earlier, mm-hmm. um, but. Here I am on a podcast. Uh-huh. The thing I've been thinking about is how I am attempting to launch my own podcast. Congrats. It doesn't, Love it. It doesn't have a name yet, mm-hmm. so I can't really talk much about it, but I'm excited <laughs> about it. I've been thinking about it, and you guys are an inspiration. Right. And We're this com- is not the first time you've launched something. That's true. I, know, had a, I had a video podcast 10 years ago called Chasing the Moon. 10 years ago? That was, can you believe? No. <laughs> For three years, we hit ev- we released every full moon for three years. We it put was out really cool. Oh, that's cool. That's a good. That's a good concept. I like that. Fox like Hills Brigade appeared on it. Yeah, at yeah. Least look it once. up. There look was up. there was the the name had two meanings though. There was I mean part part of it was obviously the moon and the study in having a deadline and not being able to overthink things. Mm-hmm. And and this is going to sound really woo woo, but I kind of <laughs> liked the idea of the natural rhythm, like paying attention to the cycle of the moon because. Lorna's living in the city and working in a cave. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. 
But the other thing was Vincent Moon was this video director who did these things called the takeaway shows on mm-hmm. this blog, this French mm-hmm. blog, blog. I love yeah, those. I down. love those. Yeah. So that was an inspiration as well as I really liked those. Those so are beautiful. I wanted to do something like that initially. We ended up creating a whole different style that was not like that, but I really liked our style. But the idea of the name chasing the moon was a kind of a nod to like Vincent moon. That's awesome. <laughs> totally. I know. And it also is kind of like, you know, it also has another meaning, which is the full moon on the full moon. Like crazy shit happens, including your podcast. Yeah. Which crazy. is capturing some magic right there. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in that? Do you believe in a, absolutely. I, it's not even just like a, a belief. I think it's a real thing that the moon, the moon does have an actual gravitational pull on and the you earth. Think it makes I think that it affects us in a physical sense. It affects like the gravitational pull of the moon affects mm-hmm. our bodies. Female I believe cycle. that. So that can affect like our mentality. That is crazy. It's a crazy wild world. No, but it's crazy because a lot of girls I know, including myself, would get their periods on the full moon. That's like, crazy. And it was a thing. Really? Like, it was like clockwork. Really? Yeah. I was told by an ex-girlfriend who was a total hippie that <laughs> in a world- Let's get her perspective on in, this, yeah. In, out in the country or in places where they have less artificial light, it's much more common for women's cycles to sync up with the moon. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I was on point like for a very long time and then it changed. Like when I moved, moving to different locations can affect that kind of stuff. No way. Absolutely. This is blowing my mind right now. I didn't well, know that. And when girls have her roommates, often they they sync up. Yes, they sync up. Well, I do. I and know. I totally know about that. Yeah. But how do you explain that? Yeah, it's bonkers. It's fucking weird. It's it has to do with gravity and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, scientist. It does. I love your. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> It's got to do with science and shit. It's fucking science. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's science. We're talking science over <laughs> Hey, you need to know about periods? Yeah, it's science. <laughs> Read talk- a book. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Um. You guys need like a science sound. <laughs> we do. You know, we could experiment with a soundboard situation, but we just, yeah, we prefer to have our well, soundboards science. come from within. Uh, uh, look at that. Laura's a soundboard right there, you know? What you need? <laughs> what, what, what you need? What you need? Uh, what you need us oh, to yeah. have a soundboard for? What would the science for? sound be? Like something scientific sounding. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. How, how about some? Can we get the sound of a calculation inside somebody's Ooh. head? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some more sounds today. <laughs> She's like, more. I'll take Wait, more. Can please. we try that one more time? What is five times ten? Fifty. <laughs> it's fifty. It's fifty. Oh my god, that was crazy. That was so quick. That was like a calculator. <laughs> Uh oh, I think it's broken. I got a story for y'all. Okay. I was sitting in my room. Sitting in my room the other day. Yeah. Minding my own business. Like you do in your room. Yeah. I was in my PJs. You know, kicking back, relaxing. It's a it's maybe a Thursday night, Thursday eve. Bedroom doors open or closed? My bedroom door's closed, but that's standard. That's not it's not like sexy time or anything. It's just a standard it's It's a standard time. It's it's minding my own business time. In my room. PJs. Get, I get a little ding dong on the doorbell. Okay. One time, don't care. I'm like, I'm not going to get it. It's probably for my I'm roommate. I'm not expecting anyone. Two times, I'm like, this is strange. Three times, I'm like, all right, I guess I'm putting on pants. So I put on, I, I, I had to. <laughs> like, I got my dick out. I got, <laughs> I got, my, my, dick. I got my dick in my like, hand. I, got, I ain't getting I, 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 What am shit. I going to do here? What am I going to do? You know? I forgot that you ordered chow mein. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect, sir. <laughs> so I had not <laughs> ordered food. I had already thought about chow mein, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I throw on my clothes. I throw on some, some you know, presentable clothes. I go down to the door. No one's there, but I kind of like peek out to see if maybe they had just left. I see a cop. <gasps> and I'm like 
was that cop was this related don't know if it's related the cop is driving by and then looking directly at me and and then he stops he stops right in front of the door as if he was like he was giving up he was gonna leave and i'm like uh, or you know he he was like uh are you um are you you know he says my address and my apartment number uh and he's like do you live there uh, and I was like, yes. He's like, do you own a uh, silver a yeah. Hyundai? Uh, yeah, you know? do you own your car? I was like, uh, yeah, that's my car. And he's like, oh. Dude, um, that's my car. Uh, dude, that's my car. <laughs> he's like, uh, you are blocking in somebody who's like trying to leave right now. Uh, and, uh, you know, you can be a nice guy or not, whatever. Like you're legally parked. But he was wondering if you could back up. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself... Okay. Like, wait, what? But I go uh, externally. I go, oh yeah, sure, no problem, whatever. Uh, I got throw on shoes though, so I like run upstairs, get my shoes on, get in the back of this cop's car, and then as we're driving over there, which is like two blocks away, he's like, man, this guy's gonna be so happy that you're doing this for him. You know, he's stuck, and I guess he's just trying to like get to the grocery store or whatever. Um, uh, but we couldn't move your, we couldn't tow your car away. I know. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm also internally thinking like, uh, this is like San Francisco. Yeah. You know, has this guy like just moved here or something? Because this is just how the cookie crumbles here. Like there's, if you don't live in San Francisco, everybody, it's a nightmare to find What is parking. the cop doing involved? Like I have Who number, calls the cops? I know? have the number speed dial for getting someone's car towed when they're blocking right. my well, gate. Well, so, but oh, wow, I was really? legally- Oh, yeah. But they never get there in time. Wow. Mm. Well, see, I was legally parked. Then he mentioned this and he mentioned this to me in the car ride over there. He's like, oh, you were legally parked. So we can't like actually tow you. I mean, why is the cop showing up? Doesn't he have like a more important job? I know. Right. Well, anyways, point is. They showed up like an hour after I called them when I was almost getting robbed. Yeah, over by the BART station, somebody's doing illegal drugs. Someone's getting stabbed right now. Anyways, we get there. I know, I know. It's like bleeding assholes everywhere. Someone's diarying all over the escalator. Someone's splattering all over someone's platter. So we get to this guy's car. And, you know, and he's stressed. He's like, oh, this guy's going to be so happy that you're helping him out. I'm like, yeah, no problem. You know, whatever's going to take me like five minutes. I'll back up. He'll leave and I'll whatever. whatever. Someone's rectum is getting sliced in a thin <laughs> cut leaves. Go on. Go At on. the same time. Yeah. At multiple places all around the city. And yet here we are. And the cop know. is telling you all this. The yeah. cop is like, yeah, right like, now, hey, you know what? sphincter. <laughs> I'm a cop and this is happening, but I'm dealing with you. He's like, hey, you know what? After this, I got a few calls lined up. The bleeding so bleeding sphincter this quick. is crying for help and you want me to move a fucking call? <laughs> like, it's, a, it's a code 9943, yeah, which means bleeding sphincter. <laughs> this is a 90. We got a 93 over on West Grand Street. Bleeding sphincter. So we get there and this guy is standing out front um, and, you know, we pull up. I get out of the car. I kind of like give him a little friendly like, hey, what's up? You know, I like wave my hand and I'm like, hey, man. And he just like stares me down with this like death stare. Like he's so furious at me. <laughs> and and so he doesn't say anything. And, I, and I'm just thinking to myself, okay, whatever. I'm just going to like move my car. He can leave. Uh, and so I like get in my car, uh, you know, turn on my car. Uh, and they're standing like right next to my window. So I roll down the window. I'm like, what? Did they want to say something to me? And I roll down the window and he's like, you know, you're lucky that I didn't just back up and smash your car. <gasps> and then... I look, I, I look at him and I just, and the cop's standing right there. So I'm like, okay. Like it just like a real kind of agitated kind of way, but I'm not going to like get into it with him. You know what right. I mean? Cause I fucking got in my pants for this. 
You know, I was comfortable. I had a whole night planned for myself, and this guy ruined it. You had your sphincter. Up. I had my sphincter. It was pumping and pushing, pulling, whatever. He's you threatening know? You, you in front of a cop too. What the I was doing hell? my kegels. What did the cop do? Did the cop? <laughs> what go, was the cop's reaction? I know the, was so the, the cop co- just like, oh, the, don't worry about him. He's he actually means well. <laughs> Or what? What was his well, excuse? He was he was kind of like, hey, 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 like he kind of just he was he's like, like, hey, buddy, cool it, hey, hey cool it, okay, cool it. <laughs> did he say that? No, he didn't. But he just went like, okay, okay. Who okay. says cool it nowadays? It'd be awesome <laughs> if they did that. Cops. The guy, <laughs> <laughs> the guy. So I'm sitting in the I'm sitting in the the uh, driver's seat. The dude walks over to his driver's seat, is about to get in. He turns to me, and the cop can't see him. Turns to me. And then just like looks at me with a little snot, little face, and he like wags his fucking little finger at me. What? He's just like, Mm-mm-mm. oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. And oh then he gosh. gets in his fucking seat, pulls away, and then the cop like he leans and he's like, "Dude, I'm sorry. That guy is such an asshole." <laughs> Why did he- <laughs> I mean, and, and I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know. I mean, dude, I was just trying to do him a favor." He's like, "I don't know why he was like being so rude to you." Did you ever? <laughs> Think to ask the cop like, why are you even here? <laughs> no, I guess I, I mean, didn't. To serve and protect. I mean, I will say he wasn't like in a full-on cop car. He was in a full-on <laughs> cop said, suit. Someone's scrotum is getting boiled as we speak. <laughs> Your job and is you're here and dealing with this fucking serve. finger-wagging butt munch. He was really going hard on the serve end of the protect and serve uh, <laughs> atmosphere. There, he's like, you got served. <laughs> um. But anyways, I was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, has this guy just moved to San Francisco? That's like, does he not know the fucking routine? That's insane. And I'll have you know, I was parked close to him, but I could have gotten out of that shit. I mean, oh, you I can get always out get out. It's you called can always get slowly out. but surely. That's slowly how sure. it works when you're in San Francisco. Look, it may have been like a 20 point turn that he would have had to make, but who fucking That's calls how it was he parallel parked how it or was he? he uh, well, so I mean, when like I got driveway. there. What? Was it like his driveway or was he parallel parked? No, he was parallel parked. Behind and, you. Uh, in, front in, front in front of me. In front of me. He was well, in front of me. This was a parallel parking job? I mean, yeah. this is ridiculous. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, so when I got... I remember I remember parking because I had just parked like a few hours ago. And I re- he he was parked at kind of the end of, of a space. But there's still enough space for one more car on that block. So then I just like squeezed on... Yeah, you, that's what you I do. I squeezed on in there, yeah. you know? Squeeze it or leave it. You know? And there was <laughs> there was like several inches, you know? You can you can manage. Squeeze it or leave it is my squeeze new parking mantra. That could be your new, <laughs> the name of your new it. podcast. Can we or, get that t-shirt? Yeah. That's actually great t-shirts. for a sphincter too. You know, squeeze it or leave squeeze it. Squeeze it or please it. Yeah, squeeze it or please it. <laughs> I think leave is good. <laughs> squeeze it or leave it's more it. More of an opposite. To squeeze it or leave it or please it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to share squeeze the little it anecdote or juice with you all. It. I don't know. Squeeze it or juice it. Oh my god. Just throwing shit out there. What's up with you, Laura? Oh, you know. Nothing. <laughs> I don't. That's why I'm asking. I'm so I just the previews. Where were you coming from? Well, oh my oh god. My. Oh Jesus, Oops, Laura. Sorry, oh my fucking god. You were like ten. Yeah, I think you missed like ten to fifteen minutes. This, of this movie. I will have you know, this is the first time I've been late to an actual. Oh movie. my god. This is oh an my. outrage. You know what's this is no, an outrage. I, I, knew. I got to call hold the on, bluff hold on, right hold now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This, the the no. hammer is coming down. No, no. I'm gonna hammer down right, all right now. All right. You know what it was? Go. The minute I walked in that theater, judge jury execution. I walked in that theater. I saw your fucking face. Obviously pissed. Hell yeah, and I, I was thought, like, what the fuck? And I thought to myself, Dominic is clearly not remembering all the many times I show up early to a fucking Oh my movie. fucking and I'm more god. Than on time. Oh no, 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 no. no. This is a, it's this like is, it's like people like to people like to focus on the negative. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? When like there's so much positive to reflect on. Like I have guests, done so many good things. Guests, if you have been a guest on this show, oh I need God. you to write. Remember in. the time when I'm not going to name names, but one of our guests was late and I was there on time, and I said, "Well, I'm <laughs> yeah, here. One time, I'm one here. Time. I'm not. No, I'm saying this is a time among many. That's and like I was the like, only I time guess, I, I was like, remember. "Where's our guest?" And you're like, "I don't know." And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. That's all I can say." And so you know, many other times like that, gonna, I've been here. I'm not gonna. I'm not I don't really go to movies late. I might fall asleep in a movie, but I you do not usually show up late. Today was an exception. I had to clean up for you guys. I appreciate it. It looks really nice. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. Yeah, thank well, thanks. <laughs> we can move right along. It's I don't know. I was just, I was doing my thing and I got there I late. I can let you um, lie to, to the people. Honest, it's fine. I'll let I it go. I didn't really care because I don't care about this movie that much. I'm just oh throwing my that God. out there. You know I'm what? Sorry. Oh, you watched look, all of those. We haven't talked about it We're yet. We're not at the movie part yet, but I'm just saying like. But that's advanced, fucked. Actually, that's a little fucked. In advance of the movie. No, I, here's that's the thing. That's fucked. You should never. You should never. Don't wake your. Don't wake your finger at me. Parallel parking. You already learned that. I did. I just learned this trick. What do you think about it? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I acknowledge that it's not rude kosher. to the filmmaker. It's not kosher to not watch the entire movie. Uh, absolutely not. Whether it be cutting off some of the beginning or leaving before the credits are over. Absolutely. It's I the full didn't experience. mean for that to happen today. However, I accepted it with <laughs> compassion and humility. Well, you missed the whole prologue. It. It's fine. However, however, <laughs> squeeze when it or I leave got it, it squeeze, squeeze it, it or leave it. The answer to the whole thing is squeeze <laughs> it or leave it. That's all I'm gonna say. No, but the point is, I got to the theater and I thought, you know what? I don't need the beginning. You know why? I can figure it out. Oh my god, that's fucking ridiculous! But, no, but, you don't even know what the opening <laughs> shot was. Finish. You don't know what the opening shot was. You don't know will, what the setup I was. I will when the movie becomes available on Netflix or whatever the fucking network it decides <laughs> to be on. I will make an effort to watch the first ten minutes that I missed, and then we will be. You know what I'm. A, I'm not going to chime even. in here. I I don't Square. need to. I don't need to set the record straight. But I just want all the guests who have been on this show to just be thinking in their little heads right now about when did Laura show up when I was on the podcast? Yeah. Let me think for a moment. Think about when that. When did Laura show up? Because I pretty much up? have been on time every time. When I was on the tonight. podcast and then they'll know. <laughs> Dude. They'll know. There have been multiple times when I show up and you have not been there. Ooh, I have never missed a second of To a be film. honest, I can't think of a single time, but I bet it's <laughs> exactly, happened. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, point being. I never missed a second. Okay, okay, right, right, why don't you it. name one time when I was late besides today? The big sick. You were late. You missed the first like 10 minutes of that That film. movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it comes at night. You walked in like just Definitely as it was sucked. <laughs> and Dylan, I'll have you know that maybe I'm you talking to you here. Maybe you would have liked these films if you saw the setup. You no. I know. Exa- have you ever thought about that? Have you no ever thought about that? Part of that the I movie. will like it comes at night on any account level but, basis. Or by the way, platform. she was also asleep for approximately a third of it. Because comes at night. it was boring. She fell asleep for approximately a third of the movie. I haven't seen And then has the gall, has the gall to say it's a bad movie. Excuse me, but I do not possess a gall, whatever the fuck that is. You have a gall bladder. Do you not? I might. Do you or do you not, Laura Weinbach, have a gall bladder? You know what? That is none of your business. (laughs) You picked a lively one today. I'm so glad you're joining us. It's all fun and games, that by the way. none of your you know? fucking business, so you just better shut the fuck up and get the fuck out of here, you bitch. You bitch. <laughs> anyway, um, what I do with my gall is none of your motherfucking business. <laughs> Motherfucker asking me if I have a gall up in here. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is going on in my head? Damn, I feel fucking violated. 
call I, a cop. I get that motherfucking cop who was dealing with your parallel parking ass. And get his ass over here and give me a motherfucking ticket to give your ass. <laughs> Violation of interrogation. <laughs> I am so sorry, Laura. I did not know I would offend. I am so sorry, but I do not answer questions about gall or any other <laughs> shit for that matter. All right. Moving on. Anyways, like I didn't even bring up your lateness. You brought this up. I was merely I know, asking just, how you were. That's literally I, I what started this. I'm the jerk. I brought it <laughs> you up. You didn't bring oh, it up. No, it's fine. It's fine. No. Oh, did you? I you did. know what? Oh, okay. We asked what she was doing. Let's, and I said, you know, yeah, well, you were late. I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. I'll say this. I thought it was funny because I asked yeah, uh-huh. when he and I were hanging out. It's I was true. Like, Here's the truth. Where's Laura? And he says, oh, she often just rolls in around the credits. <laughs> I said How that that's a quote. We that's watched a quote. previews together. How do you think I ended up wanting to see that movie unsane? <laughs> yeah, one saw previews a together. Few, look, I mean, look. <laughs> Scott's <laughs> like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you like wasn't there. Like Scott, like totally wasn't there. He's like, yeah, you know what? I think so. <laughs> I, she's got a point. He's like, okay, okay. All the yeah, listeners are like, I guess she's got a point. I haven't yeah. been there ever, but she's got a point. I guess she's got a point. Look, me <laughs> and Laura know the truth of the matter. Anton also knows the truth of the matter. <laughs> no, he the guests truth. know the truth of the matter, and it's fine. <laughs> it's fine if it's you don't fine want that. I show up on time. If you want to All construct right. a little vision for yourself, anyways. Point being, I will say this. The one regret I had about showing up a little late tonight was that Scott obviously had some popcorn and other snacks <laughs> and that I would have liked to show. have partaken in, but I didn't show. want to interrupt I had, because I was late and I felt like it would have been two like kind of strikes if I had been, been late and asked for some. Oh, food. I would have shared the that face. popcorn. Here's I the knew face you would have, but I didn't want to have to like reach across Dominic and be like, Scott, mm-hmm. can I get? A I tried to share with show. him and he was like, I'm okay, and I'm like, Oh my god, I have to eat this whole thing. <laughs> I know I always feel that way about popcorn. <laughs> I just it's I don't true. I'm not a popcorn eater and I mean I'm not a popcorn eater in films, but you know. I'm trying to watch it with like that kind of a thing, you know, mm. popcorn and stuff mm. right now. But mm-hmm. I figured a handful you would have gotten a stink. You would have gotten a stink. I would have like dipped into it if I could have, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to even go there tonight because I was just like, I am on thin mm. ice. You were right on the you were on the shit list tonight, <laughs> weren't you? Yeah, anyways, I'm how you been, Laura? <laughs> I've been fine. I probably have a fun story to talk about. Yeah, what have you been up to? Yeah, I've been Laura, up to one buck. Okay, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> oh God, Ooh. I have been engaged in a new program oh. titled Weight Watchers Freestyle. Oh my God, <laughs> it's freestyle? a new way of life. For freestyle. No, it's crazy. It's like you get to eat unlimited fish and chicken breast <laughs> and eggs. Eggs, she eats and so many re- eggs and fat-free refried beans. She's it's like amazing. Eggs. And She's you're supposed eggs and beans like a nutso. <laughs> God, that like, sounds so hideous. It's like yet. your farts must be out of no, control right now. No, they're not. Right first now. off, I've never even farted, so that's I don't even true, know what true. you're talking I've about. I've never heard a single fart from her. That's not... I don't even go I don't there. know. I don't even know. <laughs> squeeze I'm, it or leave it. Yeah, squeeze it or leave it. She leaves it. You know what? She I leaves it. it. As, yeah, exactly. <laughs> leaves as One is. One must yeah. leave the situation. <laughs> anyway, but I've had... Okay, so I got this app, right? I downloaded the app for it, and there is like a support aspect to the uh, yeah like a kind of like a uh, forum for people who are on Weight Watchers and I have to say (laughs) I have been enjoying it It's pretty interesting. Oh, because like, everyone's uh, like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. Well, I'm so yes. hungry. Okay. Can I <laughs> give just, me some food? Wait, hold up. This sorry, takes sorry, me back, sorry, actually. So here's what happened. I wanted to lose a couple pounds, like maybe <laughs> like five years ago or whatever. And my very good friend who was a thin person like me, but also could have afforded to lose a couple pounds and just be at her like ideal form, like myself at the time, um, <laughs> did Weight Watchers. Uh-huh. And I saw her 
when she was in the midst of having, you know, been engaged with the program, I saw her and I saw the difference and I thought, oh my God, it's working. I am doing this. Mm -hmm. So I started doing it. Mm -hmm. And what my first step in getting involved with the whole thing was to go to a Weight Watchers Center. And what I thought was the thing to do was to go to a meeting. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that the Hello, meetings were basically. my basic- name is Laura. <laughs> <laughs> it was basically. And a I way- need to lose two pounds. Well, no, <laughs> it was. It was like an AA for fat people, and like. And I am I two need to pounds it or leave it. Well, the crazy thing was was this: is like I, I, I only wanted to lose like you know maybe five pounds or whatever, but it's you know it takes work. And so, so I are went there a there. lot of fat people there just giving you the worst stare? Like, I what know, are you doing? Let me get to that. I got there. There weren't that many. There were maybe six of us. First guy that walks in is wearing a fucking bright orange Reese's Pieces peanut butter cups t-shirt. <laughs> like, I love him. I'm like, oh my god, this is real. Yeah. Another was a you know fairly overweight woman, mother of five, however many kids. Jesus Lord. And there, there were other various character type people. That, I can't like, believe you I went. I couldn't to believe this. the Reese's guy. I was just like, what? You're gonna wear He's that to a watching about junk food. And the meeting was like, okay, group, so thank you all so much for coming. Mm-hmm. I want to start by just doing a round robin. We're going to talk about how our week has gone. Uh-huh. <laughs> and <laughs> I had just never been to this kind of, and I was getting stared down, to be honest. Okay. Like, I saw these two women, well, yeah. women that were sitting kind of in front of me, and they were looking back at me, like, totally looking at me like I was a bitch. And one of them was just like, <laughs> oh my God. I actually heard one of them go, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I didn't know what the what protocol was. In. I didn't know that this was like a support. Like, I thought you had to go to get evaluated and do like a whole procedure type of thing, you know? But I didn't realize that these groups were more for people to talk about like their issues or whatever. Mm. One of the women was like, so it was like doing a round, they're doing the round robin and one woman was like, I went to Applebee's today. <laughs> or no, it's not today, yesterday. <laughs> She's like, I went to Applebee's. I had the shrimp scampi with linguine <laughs> and i actually managed to save myself five extra points so i indulged in a margarita <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing and everybody was like oh that's great <laughs> i was like oh my god this is <laughs> pretty funny actually and the way the guy with the reese's shirt on was like i had some slip-ups this week <laughs> I mean, I had a lot of great days, but there were these tough times when I, you know, I was feeling really depressed and I just, I fell asleep with, you know, five bags of chips in front of the bed and, you know, a bunch of candy wrappers just on the floor. And I'm just trying to get back to that point where I don't have those candy wrappers and bags of chips on front of me. This is kind of sad. I'm like, like, oh, turn up right now. It was kind of funny. I was like, every time I look in the mirror, I start thinking about Reese's and I don't know why. (laughs) I just... You know, I, I mean, it's sad. It, here's the thing. And on this forum, now that I'm back on the freestyle program, which is a new like it's a, it's it's what makes it freestyle. It's free. For, for free. What makes it freestyle is that. OK, it's all science based. Basically, these people are experts. It's science. It's science. They figure Yo, out exactly like what's going to work for people to be able to like eat and as much of as they want of and still not gain weight it's a balance it's like everything is computed with <laughs> carbohydrates fat fiber and protein and, and calories and like basically they figure out how the combinations of those things in each thing that you're eating is going to affect your body or whatever point being yeah i don't know it was crazy though i just like i went on the forum and it was like people talking about i mean it was actually pretty hardcore like one post i saw was like 
today is the day that my 20 year old son was murdered last year oh my god and so i'm having a really hard time trying to not eat a lot what and i'm like wow this is and there were multiple posts that were kind of like in that vein and i was like wow this is hardcore yeah. other posts and were you're like, like mm, i like marshmallows a lot well no here's the thing uh, i, I keep actually about them. i i've been <laughs> i've been in a kind of state of obsession over this whole thing because i can't get over that i can eat as much refried beans as i want and still have it be zero points how it works is you get and x boy, amount of points is per she day testing the limits no and so i actually wrote a full-on post on the forum oh my god can you pull it up i could but you have to pull all right it up. hold on yeah i've read been it. feeling like i really want to be able to talk to people about this who are also as excited about it as me because i can't get over how crazy it is uh-huh. i mean unlimited bananas unlimited <laughs> chicken breast unlimited fish like salmon is a good look these days you know it used to be so high in points now it's not with the new program she's up on it she's in this so anyway Scott, here's she's in it. my she's most in it. recent po- post or no my first post that i wrote i wrote this I'm currently on week two of the new Weight Watchers Freestyle program and can't stop telling my husband and friends how amazed I am at all the incredible foods that I genuinely enjoy and actually get full off of are really and truly zero points. (laughs) It's like a miracle and seems almost too good to be true. I can't get over fat-free refried beans being zero points in all caps. Tonight, I made the most amazing... You're like a plant for them. You're like a plant. This is actually like the meeting that I went to. Tonight, I made the most amazing grilled shrimp dinner with a side of refried beans topped with very low-point Mexican cheese blend from Trader Joe's. Didn't even come to one point for the amount I used, which was substantial. Really tasty Mexican rice, only two points for one-fourth of a cup. Homemade corn chips, also only two points for 10 chips. Lettuce, salsa, and non-fat plain Icelandic yogurt. Basically the same thing as sour cream. This plate was huge. (laughs) (laughs) This plate was huge and only came to four points. And last night and the night before, I had delicious salmon and was totally satisfied for zero points. It's awesome that since my main (laughs) courses are now so few points, I actually have room to splurge on some higher point treats. And when I do, it's so much more enjoyable and special. So wait, what's a high score? What's a lot of points? Okay, so the amount of points I get per day is 23. But I've been seeing people posting like, hit 43 points today Those <laughs> i'm are the obviously winners. way over they have the high score no they are like eating way too much Do like they get you, you ha- on the- this is like every food <laughs> is worth points right so like you're only allowed to eat up to 23 points i would just meat. like to mention right now that we are not sponsored by jenny craig no. this is not jenny craig God. What, what, what's it different. what's it what's this thing wait what it's just weight, weight watch oh it's not like presented by jenny craig or something hell no no that's a different well, that's thing that's your oh, just a totally different thing <laughs> But I'm not. Well, even anyways, done. we're not sponsored by Weight Watchers. Do you want me to finish to the clear. post or not? No, of course I do. Laura. All right, fine. Please finish. I please. actually have room to splurge on some higher point treats, and when I do, it's so much more enjoyable and special. But I'll tell you this though: I recently came up with a new treat that is so divine and delightful, and only costs one point. Sliced banana topped with a cup of Trader Joe's unsweetened vanilla almond milk, served in a bowl like cereal. It's so good and creamy and totally guilt-free. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, sorry for the essay. I'm just so excited and kind of obsessed with all this. I've lost two pounds since last week, and I'm feeling very confident that I can definitely stick to this new plan and reach my goal. Okay, bye. You look great, <laughs> Laura. You always look great. On that note, I think we should talk about this movie. Anyway, keep going. Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs is... Great uh, name. Yeah, written and directed <laughs> by Wes Anderson. It's set in Japan, um, follows a young boy's odyssey in search of his uh, lost dog. All the dogs have been exiled to Trash Island, um, and he's going there to search for um, his lost dog. 
the <laughs> film is just now opening in like a limited release and so if it's not open near you it should be soon anyways scott what did you i'd like to start with a guest what did you think with no spoilers by the way we will not be spoiling this movie until a little later on so you're free to keep on listening if you haven't uh watched this movie Scott, what did you think uh, of Isle of Dogs? I loved it. I loved oh, the movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. it was really fun all the way through. I liked the music. I liked mm-hmm. all the saxophones and mm-hmm. the big, uh, what are those drums called? Oh, yeah. Um, it, the, the big Japanese drums. Man, what are they called? Brum, brum, brum. Yeah. Uh, I liked those. Uh, I liked <coughs> all the fun voices from people whose voices I recognized. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some I didn't, too. It was like a huge cast. Yeah. Massive cast. Massive cast. I liked, I also just liked all the little details, like in, uh, like the radio or the, with the, the tran, who was she? She was like a, an interpreter. Oh yeah. Mm. Standing when she had like, she was in a little like recording studio looking thing. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, recording studios. I like, mm. I like those. Yeah. And I was looking at all the rack gear behind her and uh-huh. the little meters. Like there were all these fun little details, mm-hmm. uh, Everywhere in every aspect of the movie, where they just put so much heart and character into everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I ask uh, what your relationship with Wes Anderson is? Uh, have you seen his, some of his films before, or I think I've seen possibly all of them. Oh, okay. So you you're a what? Would you say you're a fan, or do you just kind I'm of a fan. like his? I mean, I some of them I thought were kind of garbage. Well, uh-huh. maybe not garbage. I, that's just too strong of a word. Uh-huh. I'm not much of a Very hater. Strong. I I feel like. None of these movies deserve to be banned to Garbage Island. However, <laughs> like some of them felt a little bit like he was just an autopilot or just mm-hmm. could, wasn't super inspired. Like yeah. what? I thought Moonrise Kingdom, personally, I was like kind of just sleeping. Uh-huh. Just okay. I agree. It didn't have a magic to it. That's no. one of my favorite ones. It didn't ones. have the magic really? it was mm-hmm. hoping. One of my favorite ones. That actually might be my favorite one. <laughs> there is a lot to like about it. Right. I love And yet it somehow left you wanting movie. more, right? Yeah. But okay, I felt great. that way about other Wes Anderson films. But which which other? So what's like your favorite? Would you say? Do you have a favorite? Or? You know, I really like the Grand Budapest Hotel. Really? Because that's yeah. that's probably my least favorite. Wow. Yeah. I just <laughs> I really like that one. Yeah. Uh, well, that's great. I mean, that it's actually nice to have a different opinion. Uh, you know, I think we'll have a different opinion yeah. in that corner as well. So it's gonna yeah, be a fun definitely. episode, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so you like you overall you you really liked it or you yeah just I mean it was it, it was like it was to me it was like getting a really great record from a band you already like where mm-hmm. you know if it's too different you're like oh no I wanted more of that thing that I like mm-hmm. I mean I respect the band for stepping out but sometimes <clears throat> I'm just I've already a, it might be a really great record but because I've already I was already like looking for this more of this thing and I don't get it I'm sometimes let down. But it was also different enough and and like a fresh story and a yeah. fresh take on things. It, there was enough about it that even compared to the Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is also stop motion, mm-hmm. there like I feel like he's grown a lot. He's really like honed a lot of mm-hmm. his style, and it was like this is definitely. I mean, you could look. Li- if I didn't know what it was and someone just plopped me in the middle of the film, I think right away I'd be like, this is a Wes Anderson film. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I also just thought, you know, it's like this guy, he's killing it. He's got this whole thing down so well mm-hmm. and it's great. Mm-hmm. And as long as he's continuing to make really inspired films, mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Laura. Yeah. What do you think of Isle of Dogs, the new Wes Anderson film? Um, I 
agree that there were some really incredible like detail oriented things going on that were you know impressive and there were some fun things to look at and some not as fun things to look at for me i mean i i didn't the trash it's not really no i actually liked the trash stuff <laughs> kind of i don't know it's I, to be honest i just didn't care for it too much i i can't i mean i didn't like the fantastic mr fox and i think that there's just kind of a certain seriousness to his animation stuff that is something that doesn't engage me so much i i don't know like the characters are so adult and like kind of dry in a way and i just don't i feel like they could be really animated and cool like i feel like there's the potential for it to be really fun and engaging for me and yet it just doesn't do that i don't know i just can't get into it i'm not and I just, I don't know, but I did think it was at least a really unique story and that's cool and I appreciate that and I do like dogs, but I didn't like, love these dogs. <laughs> mm -hmm. They were kind of not the kind of dogs I'm into. I like big, fun, fluffy dogs, you know? These were kind of like scrawny. Well, like, these are stylized Yes, dogs. they were stylized, but in a way that made them less attractive to me than the kind of dogs that I normally would be into. Which did is you not see to say the fluffy dogs at the very beginning that got... <laughs> No. <laughs> no, why would she? Shut she, up. She can't. She there can't were? be there. She can't be there for that. I was going to ask. I was going to be like, oh, did I miss something Jesus in the beginning Christ. that I should know? <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I thought it was okay. It was fine. I just didn't. It wasn't my favorite movie. And then what's your relationship with Wes Anderson? I feel like we should all be. I guess this. I don't love it. I'm not. in. I think that he has a really cool. He has a, a style that is undeniably his own and like that's definitely something you know and i think in a surface like superficial way i do i am attracted to his style but then once i start getting into the actual content of the movie i i find myself wanting yeah wanting more or feeling like there's a lack of some level of depth that i think i i'm looking for mm -hmm. in the movies Although, yeah, at a, in a superficial way, like in terms of the visuals and stuff, there is a really cool thing going on. There's so much. In so a lot of his layers. movies. Yeah. There's just something a little dry about his movies that I don't connect with. Mm -hmm. It's The humor is definitely the kind of like... <laughs> yeah, it's like... Yeah, it's not a laugh out... I don't think he's really going for laugh out loud. I though. don't even need laugh out loud. I just need connection. It's like an adult cartoon. I view his films exactly. like they are... They have elements of cartoons but it's like not made for kids no it's like made for adults <laughs> it's like made for you know hipsters it's definitely yeah, it's definitely got that like kind of snobbishness to it mm -hmm. and it's crazy because his stuff Which is like so well made obviously like polished to a t you know what i mean and there is something to be said for that but it's also kind of like there's a certain pompousness to it. You know it, what I it mean? makes That's me not want to like it though. Like right. I go into it. Being <laughs> like, I know. Oh, I actually great. agree about that. The usual cast. They're all going to do their thing. It's going to be so smug. And then I end up right. It's when it smug. works though, I'm just like, no, I love it. It's I know great. exactly. It's, he did it again. I, I'm going to say what I thought of this movie, which is that I really liked it a lot. Okay. I didn't like, I wasn't in love with this movie, but I thought it was a great film. Oh. I thought this was like, it's such a marvel to see, something with this level of detail as all of his films always are for me it's like a feat of filmmaking that yeah. i appreciate so deeply that is like happening you know because for example i always think uh, when i see a wes anderson film i always think about uh tim burton uh -huh. and i think about tim burton's trajectory he started as an incredible visionary filmmaker 
and has basically like seeded his talent to a team around him. And now I feel like t- uh, Tim Burton basically does nothing but just kick back, relax, and lets his like set de- designers do all the work. Yeah. And then his films do have the same aesthetic as his old work, but they- it is missing everything that made his old work good. Wes Anderson, on the other hand, I feel like he does sometimes dip into that where he like just lets his set designers do the work or whatever. And like sometimes I felt like his movies are just the culmination of his amazing team. But the thing is, is then when it works, it's like truly incredible. And it makes me think that he's a real auteur, an auteur filmmaker that that is an inimitable style. I felt like from an animation perspective, this was like maybe some of the coolest animation I've ever seen in my whole so life. I mean, cool. like I was actually blown away by some of the shit they did with this, with color, with movement, with like camera angles, camera with, angles. with uh, just the palette of everything was just like, I was eating it up. It's visual eye candy. It's like actually incredible to me. The textures. There the, were a lot of scenic views when they were yeah. like, the, like, traveling through places where it was like i know this was all just made in some little place but like it's actually beautiful it's no, incredible there were moments that i was like wow that looks really awesome totally incredible the um, choice of colors the choice that i like how they did the smoke stuff yeah it's yeah. all like that uh, was awesome sort of like a yarn or, not or yarn, like but, when uh, they would like when someone would exhale and you would see their breath coming out it mm-hmm. was like little string like little so white string great. or yeah that when, they're, cool. when they're fighting it's like a cloud that they're <laughs> well all, that was yeah it's that a very was a cartoony thing. kind of thing but just when they would have like thin air the way they would showcase like thin mm-hmm. air the was, fog on the yeah fog or something that was really a cool look now story-wise i thought it was unique and interesting but it didn't like blow me away um and that's like generally how basically how i feel about this movie is it was pretty like status quo to good wes anderson it's not like my favorite of his films um personally i think those Mm -hmm. are royal tenenbaums and um moonrise kingdom those are probably my two personal favorites i really didn't like fantastic mr fox i thought it was really boring it was so serious god it was so boring that like i just i can't even i can like barely tell you anything about that movie it's like very forgettable to me and i watched it on an airplane which is when i'm usually more able to be entertained like my standard goes way down (laughs) but this and and in general (laughs) in general i i actually find like animation sometimes a little hard for me to get into but this engaged me far quicker than most animation does um oh Sorry, yeah, never ahead. mind. I'll mention it I, later. I would say compared to Fantastic Mr. Fox, one thing I notice is the a lot of his movies, the acting, it is very dry, but there's a lot of subtlety mm-hmm. in like the way that the people look. It's part of what's so cool Kinda. is how the the little things they do. In Fantastic Mr. Fox, I feel like I, I lost a lot of that, if I remember correctly. I'd have to see it again. But this one, what I loved was how all of the dogs really had these like they were just nailing the the, the facial expressions, mm-hmm. the yeah. like, the just the. They were more expressive than I remember the the little foxes being in Fantastic oh, Mr. Fox so or great. whatever the all the animals were. You know, it's it's definitely a movie that's not going to like change anyone's mind on Wes Anderson. It's not like, it's it is a Wes Anderson film. It's he's not doing really anything new. Uh, he's just doing what he does really well and continuing to do it. You know? I, I actually think appreciating Wes Anderson. And, and understanding his style adds value to this movie because you can see right away how they were able to recreate a lot of the things he does, you know, with cameras in the real world with these, you know, with these puppets and with these mm-hmm. tiny little things like like the, the for example, the the beginning. You you might have missed this <laughs> uh, where there's like a big map and then 
like where there's one of the characters is kind of a narrator. Yes. Yeah. And they have the little dog down in the corner uh-huh. as the narrator. Yeah. With that like just kind of looking at the camera with this really kind of deadpan look. Yeah, I liked how he walked. To yeah. the side. That was so funny so, to me. It was so yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, I do agree with you, Laura, that, uh, you know, like the uh, the comedy, it's not like, it's, it, there is an aura, there's a smugness to his film sometimes. And it's not even about the comedy. It's but, just the tone of the whole movie. Like all, mm-hmm. you know, this and Fantastic Mr. Fox, like they're, there's but this is like leagues different to me. Like you, you no, it is. It well, this is like way better to dude, me than Fantastic. Mr. Fox. I will say I thought this was better than Fantastic Mr. Fox. But for me, what really gets me hooked on watching anything is um, like character development and character depth and attachment. Like if mm-hmm. I'm not connecting to something, what is there for me to hold on to? I can only look at something for so long. You know what I mean? Like visuals can only take me so far. Before it doesn't mean anything anymore. But I liked that this was. I felt like they did a pretty good job of like introducing new characters throughout the film. I guess and I like, just didn't like the characters. Uh huh. <laughs> but even like all the ones that they kept adding into the fray because kind of they were okay. The one that was kind of fun was that little the, the little, little pug thing. The pug thing. Oh yeah, my god, he's the, so like funny. The, 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 uh, oracle. the oracle. That was my favorite. That was like the funniest. But he was barely in it, or she was barely in it, or whatever. But like, I mean, just on a technical level, like, I mean, don't you see that this yeah. is like? You know, I can see that a lot of people are gonna love this movie. I'm just not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. I don't uh-huh. have to like. I do respect. I do respect Wes Anderson. I think he's obviously incredibly talented, and is able to create something of a very high standard. You know, like his level of professionalism is undeniable. Yeah. But I just don't fully connect with it. That's all. Mm. There, there, I would also say you, you're implying that there was no emotional depth, but there was, there was character development. There <laughs> were emotional connections. There were bonds that were formed and mm. people made sacrifices. No, there, there was a lot of beauty there. There was definitely development. I will give you that. And I thought of that before I even made the comment. Like, obviously... Well, we'll talk more about it when we get to spoilers, but we'll do that very soon. But um, it just there wasn't enough of an arc for me in the development. Like it seemed pretty clear early on. Yeah, it was just how like, it was going to develop exactly. But I don't need something twi- like that. I don't always need a twist and turn if it's a good story, though. And I and I thought this was a very unique story that I can't really think of another movie that does something similar to this. I don't were, need a twist either. There were other twists and turns just in how we were going to get to where I was we just were having going. a good time and on this adventure. And that's fine. You know? Like, I don't care if I know the outcome of... I don't even care about storyline. Like, that doesn't even matter to me because I've seen movies where... This was where, like an adventure, you know? It's like, I, I don't... I, I can live without a great story. I can live without great visuals even sometimes. But if there's not that depth of character, I can't get past that. Like, I just need to have that nuance, like, character intimacy. You know know. what I I mean? mean, I don't know. Going back, back, though, I think this is, like I said, basically a cartoon that is made for adults. And, like, cartoons don't have that either. all the more it should have character intimacy. Oh, they do. They do. Have you ever seen The Wonderful World of David the Gnome? Oh but my I'm God. saying it's it's in a now similar that way. Is a great show. But I'm saying it's in a similar way to how a cartoon deals with that kind of stuff, where like the it's it there's constant like new settings and scenarios, and the plot is moving forward, and these characters they do have like a mission. Like there, there's a very there's a very simple setup to all this, and he's looking for his dog. That is like the That's main fine. thrust of the story. That's totally fine. And like what you didn't care about him finding his dog, you didn't. No, care? I guess I kind of did, but I guess you know what it was. It was cold. As with all his other movies. That's why I don't like them. They're they're just... The characters in general are cold. There's just something cold about it. I don't yeah, know I what it like is. I feel like that's... It's part of this like... It's this... It's not warm. Like intellectuals. Very like... 
like yeah it's like a n- neurotic kind of and it's weird because it's in this case it's animals but these even still these animals are very like like well they're yeah they're like these people right it's and just like square it's like about really intelligent they're and not they have acting like, like voices animals. Like they're acting like really together people that exactly aren't just like any other wes anderson and i don't character. i like when i i need warmth i like warmth but i don't that's think why david the gnome i right i just advocate that all the way mm-hmm. david the gnome is a very warm loving person <laughs> maybe wes anderson should try to make a feature-length david the gnome film he shouldn't take a look at it figure out um, how they got let's briefly get into spoilers i don't know if there's too much to even discuss in that realm but uh oh. if you haven't seen if you haven't seen uh wes anderson's isle of dogs now would be the time to tune out because we will be discussing spoilers from here on out i i have things to say there. great okay good so when i saw the trailer mm-hmm. i honestly kind of the trailer felt like it was going to wrap up the whole movie in a way where it was like, okay, I get it. This kid lost his dog. He's going to go find his dog. Uh-huh. And this cute girl is going to have a crush on him or whatever. Right. Yeah. They, like they laid all that out. And what I thought was really interesting with this movie was how, you know, like right away, I actually, it turned out that this wasn't what I, what it was about for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about the boy finding the yes. dog. Uh-huh. It was really about the stray, like growing up and learning how to like, have love and affection for mm-hmm. for humans and other people and uh and then the bond that the boy made with the with this stray dog mm-hmm. it was all a big like bait and switch in totally. a way yeah hmm. i liked that i totally agree and the other aspect that i liked that i really had no idea from the trailer as well was the whole like kind of higher kind of government kind of thing that's going on mm. that to me felt like a very clear uh direct correlation to like the trump administration and like immigration yeah and just kind of like this whole concept of like he exiles all these dogs and he's like all the dogs gotta go and like and the he says it's because oh they're all dictator. sick they're all sick yeah. dogs you know they Bad. all gotta go okay. but really it's just about his right. hate for dogs like he has a personal, I, it reminded me of hitler as well. he has a personal peros. yeah he has like a personal right. hate for dogs that he's just in he's putting on the whole country and the right. country gets behind him because he's a manipulative person right much like many of these awful people all through time including yeah. trump and yeah i loved that there was there were multiple layers to this film beyond just like a boy goes after his dog, which is, of course, probably all you should know going Wait, into the Wait, did movie. he actually make this before Trump was elected? I mean, well, after probably, Trump was elected, meaning like in no, a No, he was probably already making it in the throes of things. But yeah. the thing is, is like, I'm sure in the midst of this, he was like, well, this is going to be a very timely film. Maybe he changed things along yeah, the way. Yeah, I'm sure you, know? you could double down on certain aspects yeah. of, of the film and characters like, okay, this is where... This is how times are changing. I can edit this and play this part up because yeah. I mean, by the end, it totally seemed clear that this was like about immigration or or, or like and, oh, and well, just, yeah, you know, just not being scared of the Xenophobia. other. And, yeah, Xenophobia. And for I, sure. I really liked that. Like there, there was a lot to this than you could initially cleansing than than you might initially uh, expect. You know, and you can just enjoy it at the level of like, yeah, this this boy is trying to get his dog or whatever. But yeah, I actually felt like there were a lot of layers that I that I was. I felt so was lacking in the Grand Budapest Hotel, which was the main reason I couldn't get into that movie because that movie just felt like a string of events that like I couldn't even really. It just felt like a it just felt like a box that kept opening, and we just like okay, now this, now this, now this, now this. 
I really loved all the little details too. One thing I liked uh, right in the beginning with the guy, the kids playing the drums, mm-hmm. and it's pretty epic. It's cool. <laughs> I like how you keep referencing the beginning. The drums were so it was cool. the best part, wasn't it? The first like no. ten to fifteen oh, minutes. I will say I really liked the, the sound design and the music. No, on the this drum. Movie. I but these kids are playing the drums, and then little yeah, by little you realize it was pretty awesome. They're in a basket. They're in like a gymnasium it's mm-hmm. like there's a basketball hoop well, the little them. thing like the little circular plate below yeah. them is like spinning around that was cool it was, it was so a, great yeah i loved the music in this movie the music was awesome so was many really saxophones cool. this, and a lot of just like weird just drum beats type type stuff oh it was all cool. it was it was almost mostly that and then just like one song that they kind of use as like a theme in a way that mm-hmm. was like reoccurring throughout the the movie which was a great song i like really want to know I, I look. I saw it in the in the end, but I forget what it was. But it kind of had like a '60s kind of vibe. What you know was the whist- The melody they were whistling. What was? Yeah, that, that was cool mm. too. I mean, I think that was just was a thing, you know. Made for a movie. Yeah, made made for <laughs> made motion for picture kind of thing, you know. Well, anyways, I think we should wrap it up. But right. guys, this has been so real. This is this has been a great time. I'll spell I, raw. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, that was cool. Thanks for being a part of it, Scott. Yeah, McDowell. thank you. Now haven't seen you in a fart night. <laughs> a fart night. That's that's actually the Scott link. Scott McDowell. Yeah, that's the link Wait, between so the normal McDowell person's fart. So McDowell is a Scottish name, is my am I correct? Uh, no. Oh, Mac is Irish. Uh, Mac is Scottish. I'm a oh. Mick. He's a Mick. Oh, McDowell. Mick. So Mick is Irish. Mick is Irish. Oh, Mick and Mac are different. Yeah, Mickey Mac. Mac. McDowell would be like if I was Scottish. Scott McDowell. Hi, McDowell. I I haven't seen you in about a fortnight or at least it feels that way (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) yeah where can people find Uh, you also if they want to like are you on Instagram or like uh, got a website or anything like that I am I'm on all the things yeah where can where can people find that Uh, on Instagram I'm Mr. McDowell cool that's M-C-D-O-W-L-L not not Mac because this man is an MC he's an MC Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Fader Solo uh huh because that's what I do. I take fader solos. Sick, <laughs> Hell sick, yeah. sick. Also, fadersolo.com. Cool. Fadersolo.com. Right and Look yeah, Scott's a little Bay Area gem. I mean, he's done all kinds of good work, you know? He does a lot gem. of good, <laughs> good work in the studio. Absolutely. Seriously, I think a lot of people would maybe refer to you as that, you know? All right, this has been Totally Tell Me. We post new episodes every Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you dig it, share with a friend, subscribe, leave us a rating on iTunes. Our intro and outro music is by Lauren Anton. Thanks again, Scott, for being on this episode. And uh, thanks to you for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode of Totally Tell Me.